Hello, all you listeners. This is Sarah, the host of the Satire Soup podcast. I aim for this podcast to offer a really keen perspective on the earth, the earth beyond, and movies and stuff. I would say S-H-I-T instead of stuff, but my mom really doesn't want me to swear on the internet. She says it doesn't help with my image and reputation. I did label this podcast as explicit. I mean, I am almost 27. Maybe I can invent my own curse words to slip in. Or perhaps I could talk about something really taboo and controversial like raisin-flavored cake. Um, So the earth, or actually, as I heard one radio host refer to it years ago, a very complex organism. I'm sorry if I'm breathing really hard. I'm just kind of nervous, you know, first podcast. Anyway, uh, to continue. Uh, Okay, all right, let's go. Um, he said the word is a, he said the earth, sorry, um, the earth is a very complex organism. I knew he was only saying that because he was thinking off the top of his head and had to keep the radio dialogue going, but it happened, um, this radio conversation happened over 10 years ago and I will never forget it. Um, I will never forget this man calling the earth a very complex organism. So once you say something, it's out there forever. Whoever said, don't worry about that one embarrassing moment that happened years ago because no one probably remembers that it, that is very naive. We all remember and we all silently judge, but it's all in great fun. Anyway, I've been a citizen of the earth now for almost 27 years. That's not a whole long time, but it's sort of a long time. Like, it's less than 28, but it's more than 26, so I'd say it's fairly kind of a long time, but also not really. And I just want to say how really bull stuff it is that the Earth is depleting due to to global warming. I I think that's extremely irresponsible of the Earth. Because there's people actually living here. I think that we could, like, shame the Earth. Like, Mercury would never, you know, do this to us. The Earth, it's a lot bigger than us. It's been around for a lot longer than any of us have. I don't see why all of us humans have to be responsible for reversing global warming just because we're the ones who started it. The Earth is being really bad at adapting to the ways we want to live here. That seems to be a flaw, and I don't see how that's our fault. I mean, I don't see how I'm I'm at fault just because the earth isn't good enough. Like, humans are going to adapt. We will. But, like, is the earth going to? I don't know. There's there's going to be storms activated by climate change, and people will have to move homes, which is extremely tragic, but we'll make it. I mean, we're humans. So we'll implement plans of migration, uh, rehabilitation, infrastructure, interoperance under the government, quarantination in the nearby cities, and all that stuff. Um, as far as the other animals, I think that dogs will make it because... We'll bring the dogs. Um, sorry, nervous. <laughs> um, cats. Birds can just fly. Um, unless they have a broken wing and stuff. Or any that are already dying, they probably won't make it. Unfortunately, the bugs will probably survive, which I'm really upset about. Um, can't seem to get rid of them. <laughs> 
But some animals probably won't make it. And instead of asking how we can save them and feeling really bad about it, we should probably start asking if they're even worth saving so we don't have to worry so much. Right? Makes sense. There has to be a scale set in place of how we can judge how worthwhile different animals are. For instance, primates are seen as most important because they're like us, and shrimps aren't because we have thumbs and shrimps taste good. So all animals that have thumbs are automatically going to make it into the list for the most important animals. This list includes apes, chimpanzees, dogs, cats, humans, crabs, uh, birds, kangaroo, praying mantises, and scorpions. Animals that are a little less than are going to be dolphins, horses, and snakes. Any hoofed animal, really, like the anteater, because hoofed animals can't build things. That's just fact. They can't and will never, they will never, ever be able to write or use technology where we could probably teach a gorilla how to send an email, and we could probably get a praying mantis to code for AI, but some animals just aren't profitable enough for the future. You see what I mean? Actually, um, one animal that I've heard is really profitable for the future is a hamster, because there's been a rise of cryptocurrency, and people... Uh, learning new ways to navigate the economy. There's been Bitcoin, um, which I've not invested in, but I've heard of it. But there's been talk of a new cryptocurrency called Nutcoin. Nutcoin. I've heard that it's based off of the premise of getting rodents to work and invest. Um, kind of like, yeah, profiting off of animals, rodents specifically. Um, rodents do have thumbs, and they are also sociable, like humans, so economicists have been discussing how to utilize and actually exploit that quality of rodents where they need interaction and also need to be active in order to be happy, so the whole concept of nutcoin, which I've read on a social media post, is that Rodents are going to be swapped out for a lot of our electricity sources. The uh, rodents will be running on wheels, as they do, and basically powering our electricity across whole cities. So I guess the rats do run the city. They'll do it because they'll be with their friends. So yeah, Nutcoin. That's a really interesting concept where basically the cryptocurrency is just translated into rodents in the real world. So how it works is that you buy your stocks on the dark web. I mean, I mean, yeah, the yeah, the dark web. And then if you reach a certain point, you can sell your nut coins and receive rodents in the mail. I think that's kind of how Bitcoin works too. But with pastries, 
like pastries, you know, Bitcoin, like bit, bit and eat, bit the pastries, Bitcoin, not coin. You trade it for rodents. It's a new cryptocurrency. I'm really excited to see how it plays out. I do think that the world needs a little bit of change. I think the world's just been pretty uneventful in the past few years. There haven't been very many things going on on a global level. So I think Nutcoin is really going to bring us up a notch in terms of productiveness as well as entertainment. I... I have a hamster myself. Um, I can't get him on the podcast right now. Um, that wouldn't work for a podcast right now, um, him being on it, because he's sleeping at the moment. But I think he'd be into it. I think he'd be into Nutcoin. Um, something else I do wonder about is not only about animals amidst the climate change, but plants as well. Um, we used to have a lot more trees, and now we have a lot less trees. Like, there's so many less trees around, you know? But what I've heard from my mind, which has told me that I've spoken to a scientist about this, is that there's actually plants now that have resorted to cannibalism because of global warming. They're doing it because there's so much competition for resources and space and food that the plants will just eat each other for food. The plants will sabotage another plant and then absorb it through the soil. Isn't that crazy? It's the survival of the fittest out there. I'm... I'm not sure what plant cannibalism says about the world right now. I don't really have an opinion on that, but it is something that I wanted to add so that all of you could think about it. So you're welcome. Um, some people think that the earth is going to end because of global warming or that it could if we don't step in and do something. I don't know, like... To me, that just, like, I'm sorry to say this about global warming. I know it's, like, so important, but, like, to me, it just sounds like that's a lot of work, like, a lot of propaganda. Like, I don't want to work. I shouldn't have to work. Um, like, if the environmentalists want me to be productive, like, proactive, there has to be some incentive I would say that money would be a really good incentive. Like if um, I could use less gas or invest in Nutcoin to get the rodent-powered electricity, the, the environmentalists could pay me, I don't know, $10,000. Because I need a reason to do it. They can't just be like, go and recycle your batteries and save the earth. Because it's like, why? Like, I I need a reason. What does saving the earth even mean? I'm not, I'm not Superman. I don't have superpowers. I never agree to save anything. I don't even save my chips. I just eat what I want, and then I throw away the rest. And then when I want more chips, 
I just go to the store and buy more chips. It's built off of instant gratification and never having to worry about what's going to happen in the future. It works for me because the store is always there. The trash can is always there, which means that I don't have to I don't have to worry about the chips. And just like that, likewise, I I am always here. The earth is always here. It's always been here, like the store. So I don't have to worry about the batteries because if I need new batteries, I could just buy some more. So why am I recycling batteries to be made into new batteries when I could just buy more batteries? And some say it's better for the earth to recycle your batteries, but I don't see how that affects me because I'm not a battery. I'm a human. So I really can't relate to a battery. So it it just all seems so arbitrary. But if they want to do something, like if the environmentalists want to do something for the earth, that's on them and and good on them. Like, you go, like, go get them, save the earth. I am all about acceptance and love. The last thing that I would like to add in about the earth and climate change before I end the podcast is that climate change it can be whatever you want it to be. You don't have to listen to the opinions of any scientists. I mean, there's a lot of haters out there. Haters on the globe, towards the globe. You're free to form your own opinions, okay? It's it's not like the earth is growing anywhere. So that's going to conclude my first podcast. I just want to um, end it with a note that um, if you haven't gotten it from the title of this whole podcast, Satire Soup, is that this show is satire. Surprise! A lot of people seem to not understand when I talk like this so absurdly that I'm being horrendously sarcastic. So obviously, I hope the earth can be helped and there can be people who create a good plan for the earth going forward. Or maybe I'll just die before I really have to worry about it. I just I just hope that there's some people out there who can connect with my humor and it helps you feel a little lighter and laugh and think about things and hopefully makes your life a teeny weeny bit brighter. Or not. Maybe you like the darkness. <laughs> but um, thank you again so much for listening. This is Sarah from the Satire Soup Podcast signing off for my first podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you will come back for next time. And I will not see you and you will hear me next time. Uh, stay fresh, everyone.